My name is Horace, and I'm a red-tailed hawk. In our world, I do have the body of a hawk, but while fronting, I consider myself a Therian, because I am in a human body, but my identity is still a hawk. Not all animal alters will identify this way, and I am, in fact, the only animal alter in our system who does identify this way. But I am doing my best to come to terms with living in a human body. First day back went so well. My kids are super sweet and talented. My favorite part of the day, though, was in the last class that I went to, there was a kid that says, oh my gosh, you're non-binary. So is my sister. Look at this picture of them. Right? Isn't that awesome? And that's why I'm out. That's why I'm visible. That's why representation matters. Heck yeah. The Chinese Communist Party should not be allowed to conduct psychological warfare on our children and spy on our phones. I am so grateful for the work of the libs of TikTok, what they've done to expose the woke indoctrination that's taking place within our classrooms. No child should be brainwashed to join a transgender cult while they were at school. We will continue our important work to protect our children and ban TikTok. And I want to remind us again, we will give account to God for how we have protected and educated our children. Thank you so much. Being trans is so fucking hard and so fucking exhausting. Like I have been misgendered all fucking day. Every single interaction, conversation, everything just misgendered from the beginning of the day to now. I'm just fucking sick of it. I'm sick of correcting people who won't listen. I'm and I'm sick of people not seeing me. I'm sick of it. I'm so sick of it. And then I'm like, oh well if I went on team this would never happen, but I don't want to fucking go on a date. I just want people to believe that trans people exist and to look at me and think for a split second, like, oh, maybe they don't want to fucking be called a lady. Maybe, maybe that's... Yesterday, this well-meaning older gentleman asked me if I was depressed because I've been growing out my beard lately. I was like, no, I'm growing out my beard because I love myself and because I'm confident in my body. I did this little curtsy and he laughed and the whole room was smiling at me. It was a beautiful moment. And it was then I realized I'm finally stepping into my own power, enough to be vulnerable with the world. Because seven months ago, I was doing this whole bearded lady mask femme look and I loved it. But when I had to go to the VA just to get housing and get into a transitional living program and become part of the system, I shaved it off because I was afraid not to be taken seriously as a woman. 
So I just want to encourage you today. There's no right way to be a woman, okay? <laughs> Let's just go ahead and break that binary. Some women have facial hair. Some women shave their armpits. Some don't. Some men have vaginas. Some women have penises. Get over it. <laughs> All right? So I challenge you today to love and express yourself recklessly. You're one of a kind, doll. So I, I just wish you the best of days and be safe out there, okay? A few weeks ago, AOC lied about me on the house floor. Ms. Navaroli, are you familiar with the account Libs of TikTok? That account posted false information about Boston Children's Hospital, claiming that they were providing hysterectomies to children. So I am right outside the Cannon building and I'm going to go inside and hopefully meet AOC and ask her why she lied about me and get some answers. I don't think anyone's here. Is the congresswoman in? No, she's not. Okay. Is the person who's in charge of her tech policy in? No. Okay. Yeah, so basically, she lied about me on the House floor a couple weeks ago. So I just wanted to ask her why she lied about me. Okay, give me one second. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so I don't think we're going to get to talk to her. We don't, I don't know if, if she's in or not, but I think that that door slam was really telling. So I don't think they want to talk to us. Dear AOC, please don't lie about American citizens. Love, Kaya. Yeah, I figured I would have to make this video at some point, so... Zs are pronouns, what they are, and how to use them, and where they came from. So, um, Z is an alternative pronoun to he, they, and she. Uh, it's not an identity, it's just a pronoun, anyone can use it. Basically, the idea is that they're just gender-neutral pronouns that replace sh or h with x. I have this handy-dandy little chart on how to use them. Gave you a little sec to screenshot there. So you might say, Z took Zerkar to the store by himself. Sources vary as to the origin of this pronoun in particular, but we've been seeing this pronoun being used in books as far back as 1978. And as a common piece of misinformation will tell you, Zzer pronouns were created on 4chan by Nazis to make fun of Anne Frank. Um, Zzer is the second most common um, gender-neutral pronoun used according to the 2019 gender census, second only to they-them. I personally use Zzem pronouns because I don't really care for they. Like, if you don't know my gender, that's fine, but I went by they-them for two years and it just doesn't really fit with me personally. Um, I also like that you can use it in a definitive singular tense, because sentences can kind of become muddy if you don't know if you're using they in the plural or singular.
Hi, my name is Erin Lee. I'm a mama bear from Northern Colorado. I'm incredibly grateful that Haya Rachik shared my family's story on her platform, Libs of TikTok. So when my daughter had just turned 12 years old, her trusted art and homeroom teacher asked her to stay after school one day for art club. But when she got there, it was actually GSA or Gender and Sexuality Awareness Club. And her trusted art teacher had invited in an outside presenter who did unthinkable things with the kids. She talked about polyamory. She talked about suicide. She told the kids if they're not fully comfortable in their biological sex, that means they're transgender. And as my daughter left the classroom that day, her art teacher pulled her aside and said, remember, you don't have to tell your parents. We're so lucky that my daughter came home and told us what happened. We had to love her through the confusion and the subsequent depression that resulted of this transgender label. Once we had loved our daughter through what she was going through, I realized that other parents deserve to know what's happening in our public schools, that teachers are positioning themselves as safe adults and encouraging our kids at very young ages to keep secrets from parents. The number one piece of advice that I give all parents now is to tell your kids early and often that safe adults do not ask them to keep secrets. That's why I'm so grateful that Haya has now put out a children's book called No More Secrets, The Candy Cavern, so that all parents can have this important conversation with their young children. Instead of all these woke books in our schools and libraries like Gender Queer, we should be providing books with powerful messages and wholesome stories that all families would agree to, like Haya's new book and others from Brave Books. You can actually go get your own copy of the book right now on lottbook.com. And I cannot recommend enough that every family make this a staple in your home. TikTok is a weapon being used to groom our kids. Every single day in America, our children are under attack. Predators are lurking everywhere, trying to get access to your children to groom them. They're in classrooms, hospitals, colleges, and of course on social media, mainly TikTok. Some estimates claim that nearly two-thirds of American teens are on the app. TikTok is designed to attract our impressionable youth, and groomers and predators know this and are using it to their advantage. Over the past few years, TikTok has become a cesspool for LGBTQ activists to target children with propaganda. Take Jeffrey Marsh, a transgender activist who famously makes TikToks directed at kids telling them to cut off contact with their parents. Jeffrey has a large following on TikTok where he constantly puts out videos directing kids to speak to him privately and not to trust their parents. He even links his Patreon in his TikTok bio where he offers kids the opportunity to have a private consultation with him. He's using TikTok to prey on vulnerable kids. That is predatory behavior. Or take the pediatrician from Washington whose video I recently posted. She created a TikTok telling user, users, mainly youth, that puberty blockers are completely safe and reversible. That's an absolute lie. So a kid goes on TikTok, goes on this app, and they think they're getting good, correct information from a credentialed doctor, a pediatrician, and what she's saying can actually cause a kid a lot of harm and irreversible damage. And TikTok is purposely feeding this content to American youth. 
through TikTok, trans activists have a platform to groom children by telling them to cut off contact with their parents and offering them guidance on gender transition using harmful information. Over the last two years, I've spent hundreds of hours going through the depths of TikTok to expose its harmful effects on children. TikTok is destroying our youth. So uh, I had an interesting conversation with my students the other day because we were talking about uh, the civil rights movement. Um, and if you're someone who doesn't agree with like kids learning about transgender people, please just scroll and keep your negativity to yourself. So we were comparing the civil rights movement to um, civil rights that are being fought for today and comparing how people are fighting for these things. Of course, we compared um, issues coming up with race because that is most directly connected to the civil rights movement. But in a video I shared, they discussed that civil rights are being fought for many different types of people to make sure everyone has the same rights. They mentioned fighting for rights for people of color, for women, for immigrants, and lastly, they said gay, lesbian, and transgender people. Now, many of my students already know about gay and lesbian people, um, but they didn't understand what transgender meant. Now, with my students being second graders, I had to make sure that my um, lesson was um, appropriate for that age group. Simply said that a transgender person is born um, in a boy or girl body, and then in their heart they know that that doesn't match who they are, and so they might then identify by a different gender. It might be a boy who identifies as a girl, a girl who identifies as a boy. Apologies for having to change the venue. But lastly, you know, I explained that it could be a boy that's a girl, a girl that's a boy, or someone who feels like neither. Now, why I felt okay sharing this was because I, they know that I identify as neither. I go by mix and not Mr. or Miss. Also, I told them about the trans teacher that teaches third grade. They are male to female uh, transgender. But the funniest thing happened when I was explaining, you know, I don't really feel like a girl, but I know I definitely am not a boy. So, you know, I consider myself um, non-binary, which means, you know, neither. And so someone's like, so does that mean you're mixed? <laughs> and I like that they understand these terms because they understand that if someone is, you know, two different races, that they're mixed. So because I was neither, they're like, so you're in the middle. That means you're mixed. And I was like, you know what, if that helps you understand it, that is perfect. Yes, I'm mixed. So I will no longer be identifying as non-binary. I will simply be identifying as mixed. That's problematic!